Welcome everyone to Greencast. This is a podcast that brings practicality to being sustainable. Presented to you by the Waukesha County Green Team. Your hosts are myself, Alec Lapoitevin. And me, Laura Lauks. Thank you everyone for joining us in another episode of Greencast. Today we're doing a, a little different format. We've got um, our, our producer and vice president of the Waukesha County Green Team with us today. Stacy Bosley, and it will be Laura and I and Stacy talking about our goals for sustainability for the upcoming year of 2021, as well as we have some submissions from our audience. So really excited to get into those and discuss them a little bit and set some goals for the next year, and we'll see how we all do. So welcome everyone, and here we've got Stacy and Laura with us. Hey. Hi. Nice to be together again. We haven't done this in a while. <laughs> yeah, this feels great to be back together on a show again. Yeah, and it's really a nice time to do it because we've been going for a year now. This is our Isn't one year that mark. Incredible! <laughs> it's been a this year. This is the oh. year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Right. Oh my Man, God. this is. I mean, maybe because everything's been so different that it's just flown by so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's definitely grown in what I was expecting for sure. Because remember, we started out with one episode per month, and now we're up to two episodes per month. We just have so much content we want to get out. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah too many great people to talk with. And, mm-hmm. you know, and this so just kind of started out as an idea of, well, let's see what happens. And <laughs> wow, a lot's gone down in the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, I, I actually have a question before we get started. Um, yes. What? are both of your favorite episodes from 2020. Wow. Stacy, you're, you're kind of the outside <laughs> perspective on this one. It's, it's tough. Oh, you know, I really, there were a couple um, that I really liked. The, uh, the, the mindfulness one I thought mm-hmm. was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, the content, I could relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the, the woman um, from Iguanago. Melinda Myers. Melinda, yes. <laughs> that was really good. I really liked that one also. That was, and I mean, the edited version was very good, but then also the full version too, because I got, you know, I have uh, the privilege to be able to hear the full versions. I really like that. <laughs> yeah, and I have to say that was the one that I really enjoyed doing. I mean, it's on a topic that you know is very I'm very passionate about, and it was great to talk to someone that I've heard her name around enough. Um, yeah. But you know, so that was my favorite one to be actively involved in. But my other favorite one was was Laura's on. Um, recycling where I just learned mm. learned a lot from that and that's coming from being in the zero waste group and I mean I just really got a lot out of that one it was very well done yeah that was yeah. that you're right that was an excellent one also yeah so I think that pick. one that one was my favorite I think because I just learned a lot and it was just nice to sit down with Annalise and just ask the questions that everybody's so confused about um, but then my other favorite one was the sustainable fashion one that I did with Caroline. 
Yes. That one, I was like, going to say that one also. Oh my gosh. That blew my mind. Like I didn't even know about the stuff I didn't know about. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And I mean, that's what's so great about Greencast is that it's, you know, filling that knowledge gap with mm-hmm. things that we never knew we didn't know and we should know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I learned a ton with those transportation episodes that oh, yeah. just wasn't even thinking about certain aspects of that, that, you know, they really both both guests really brought a lot to my my new understanding of that topic, because it's mm-hmm. it's so much more than just getting from point A to point B. Um, right. It just didn't even cross my mind in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now we'll see what twenty one the twenty twenty one brings. You know, we got a whole <laughs> list of good guests coming up, and and what's amazing, the other thing I gotta admit, what's amazing is that you guys have made this happen on such a shoestring budget with you know with um, programs and hardware that you know aren't aren't the absolute best but it still sounds so good you still have are able to get the quality and the enthusiasm with our you know our guests as well so kudos to you guys for making this really work i can't thank you enough i mean this is so good <laughs> thanks well, thank we you, definitely Stacey. yeah i know alec and i have both learned a lot and uh, I know the tell. First, first couple episodes were a little bit rough audio wise, but we've definitely smoothed it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget the first one with Loriana where I just didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was nervous. It was like, oh, geez. Like, but that was the only that's the only one I've recorded in person because then right. COVID hits. And then we had to learn how to take this whole thing on to, you know, Zoom and Zencaster here. And yeah. Um, you know, it's really a much different aspect of ha- conducting an interview when you're not in person with someone. Mm-hmm. So that took some yeah. getting used to. <laughs> now this this whole thing is so easy to be yeah. you know, talking to myself <laughs> and looking at a screen. <laughs> yeah. How the world has changed. <laughs> right, talking to yourself. Oh, come on. It's not like, <laughs> quite like that. <laughs> It's more I have to see myself talking to other people. It's just really, yeah, really yeah. weird. It feels like I could it get rid weird. of my, my image. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, looking into 2021, do we want to go over our goals first? What we want to? Stacy, let's start with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I have in past years, um, works on a a month by month basis of of um eliminating my consumerism that isn't absolutely needed so basically you know it was going a month of not buying things that i don't really need that i can find other things that i already have to make do Mm -hmm. and and i've only done that in allotments of a month, one month. So now what I want to do in 2021 is to stretch that out to two months. So mm-hmm. two months in a row. And um, and the thing is, is that it just it just took a lot of a lot of concentration. You know, I mean, I I'm constantly if ever I think of okay, I need to get this or that for this project. Do I really, can I dig up some dirt somewhere else and just transfer Mm. it? Or do I have to go 
buy a bag or, or whatever. You know what I mean? So it just took a little bit longer in trying to figure out how I can um, how I can reuse some stuff that I already have. So I want to try and do it for two months. Wow. Um, yeah. That's really cool. I love yep. that. So I'm going to, um, we're, well, not just me, but my husband and I, I've got my husband who's going to, he jumps in on this with me because, you know, it's, it's so much easier if you've got your, your housemate doing yes. the same thing. Yeah, for sure. So we decided that we'll try, we'll start it in, I think we said in March, March or April. Cool. So, yep. So that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do. Nice. That's, that's a good one. That's yeah. going to take, I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. And I'm sure, <laughs> so are we. I'm sure you can do it. I have no doubt in you on that. Uh, but I, I bet you could learn a lot from that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That period of time and really going for it. Well, thankfully, um, we've taken the holidays to start purging um, stuff out of our basement. So we really know what we've got. So Mm -hmm. hopefully that'll make this a little bit easier for us. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That'll save energy, (laughs) stuff, space. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yep. Cool. Alec, what about you? What are you doing? So yeah, I've got a few kind of areas of sustainability and that I, I really want to focus on. One, you know, we kind of mentioned sustainable fashion. I'd like to look at purchasing more quality clothes that are going to last longer, but be, mm. you know, sourced properly or, you know, better than going to Kohl's and just getting something that's there and it's cheap and it's, you know, accessible. Um, I would like to start getting you know, some of that stuff just, you know, from your episode and, and other things I've learned on this, this industry, you know, we buy in such a convenient manner. I would really like to stretch myself a little bit further out to find something that fits better with this model, but is still comfortable. And, um, you know, not that I have much style, but looks decent and, you know, um, <laughs> fits in with this idea. So it is something I'd like to to look in in that that sense, and and really just more of my purchases. I'd like to source them better, you know, um, find things that are using, you know, recycled products or or just uh, maybe I know there's a lot of B corps that do things a little differently than the big ones. So it, it's nice to think that there are some options, and I'd like to venture out a bit more on that. Um, you know, I'm sorry. Can I just interject really quick on that? It would, I, I agree. I think that is, you know, we try and do that as well. And, and it's the challenge is then trying to also roll in the local aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that could be something maybe that we just keep like a, an ongoing list on our Google Drive of, you know, places if any of us are finding something, we can just, you know, dump it into our Google Drive. So maybe Mm -hmm. we'll come up with a big enough list to merit something on our website. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I know Patagonia, Prana, they all do, you know, sustainably derived um, fabrics, you know, plants and fabrics and then how they how they build or construct their stuff. But they're so far away, you know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Even then you're you're kind of 
finding the right stores, but then the the cost of you know the the environmental cost of it being delivered here, right, can sometimes even negate what we're we're trying to do. So right, like exactly. Yeah, I remember one thing specific to the fashion stuff that I learned from Caroline from that episode was vintage is actually a great place to go mm. because it's lasted that long for a reason. Like you're never going to find H&M in a vintage section. That is so true. So like right. the vintage stuff is going to last. So it's a great place to go. And it's local, depending mm-hmm. on, you know, if you choose the independent little stores instead of the big ones. Right. Excellent point. Sorry. Okay. So Alec, go on. <laughs> <laughs> so I also had down, you know, back to cutting plastic out of, mm-hmm things you know covid hits it's you know no reusable bags in the stores they started packaging everything up in plastic including hot bars salad bars like all these things now we're in plastic um you know so it it it, i kind of kind of got out of the habit of of you know being zero waste in that sense um so that's a big one that i'm going to be looking to work on um, it was nice, you know, my favorite store in the area, Good Harvest, um, they offered boxes at the end and they did try to do some ways of, you know, allowing us to, to cut some of that plastic waste, but, um, it just became a, another convenience thing and that, oh, it's COVID. So first thing out the window was these, you know, some of these practices. Um, and then another one, which I've been doing pretty good at, but, um, I'd like to my composting side of things uh, just get a better system going so that I can really break down um, a good quality compost, but then also separate piles to compost things that are still going into the trash. So a lot of that, you know, I mean, there's certain clothing types you can compost. There's, you know, the cardboards and the egg cartons and the, um, you know, the, the dairy, mm-hmm. you know, the meats, the bones, you know, those things can be composted. They just need to be done in a, a different manner. So I'd like to have a better system for that so that I can compost more items, therefore taking more out of the trash. So those are the kind of the three big ones I focused cool. on. You know, I really would like to take it up a notch in that, those departments. Nice. Definitely. So That's excellent. That composting is great. Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty cool if you could do the backyard, those types of things. Because when I've heard about that, it's always has to be industrial because it has to get hot enough. Right. But right. yeah, that'd be really cool if you had a system for it. And that's, yeah, the heat's the tricky part, but really constructing the, mm-hmm. you know, the nice, dimen- you know, the perfect dimensions for each, you know, type, mm-hmm. and then it can cook hot enough and, and get it done. So yeah. we'll see, but more more to come on that i've i've got some practicing to do with composting but, <laughs> but laura. and laura how about you yeah um i'm on the same vein as you guys with the stuff part of it um i've been really focusing the last half of this year on if i'm going to buy something make it you know as low carbon as possible which means anything i'm going to buy first check second hand anything um you know i'm only buying secondhand clothing any like home goods or anything that i need i check secondhand first um so that's the first thing and then if i can't get it secondhand actually looking at you know the life cycle 
of the product and trying to you know reduce the carbon as much as possible. Um, things like, um, well, this has to do with the zero waste as well. So get, buying in bulk if I have to go grocery shopping, um, getting like the, I get the bite toothpaste. So it's like zero waste toothpaste bits um, and like getting the soap tablets instead of liquid soap and that sort of thing. So just being super conscious about the purchases that I'm making, definitely. So that kind of goes in both of yours as well. Mm -hmm. We're kind of trying to reduce the stuff or make it better. Um, and yeah, local definitely goes into that. I'm going to spend a lot more time at the glass pantry this year. <laughs> so that's interesting. So you just, uh, what you just said has um, prompted me to add another layer to mine. Oh. <clears throat> which is, you know, if I can't repurpose anything um, in my household, then I will first go to a secondhand store if that's, you know, what it merits um, and see if I can find something there before yeah. I go and try buy something new. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be a store like Facebook Marketplace is great. I just bought a vacuum for my apartment. There was no way I'm going to buy a new vacuum. So I just went on Facebook Marketplace and I found super cheap, super, I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just a small, cheap vacuum. And I just got it secondhand. I mean, I did that with my treadmill. <laughs> got a super cheap treadmill on Facebook Marketplace. See, I mean, that's what I was trying to find um, weights on, yeah. on Facebook Marketplace. It was really hard to try really? and find any weights. Yeah. Well, maybe they're just not available. Maybe because ev everybody was working out at home. Yeah. Well, and I found the cost of those have gone. They've like doubled uh, on Amazon, on everywhere because everyone's at home working out. So I've been looking. Yeah. I didn't even think about Facebook Marketplace, but maybe I'll have to check that out. But I think everyone's like, well, now we can use these because we can't go to the gym. And yeah. it's kind of a high demand item right now. Yeah. So that's one of mine is the stuff. Um what about, I mean, it's not really a resolution. It's just something I'm going to do this year because I did it this year or I'm going to do next year um, is just um, get another CSA because I did that for the first time this year and I loved it so much. So that's community supported agriculture. And so that's um, a summer thing of, you know, getting local food. Right. Well, and that, that reminds me of another one of mine, which is to grow more of mm. my food you know, there's there's a lot of things I found myself purchasing that as a gardener and someone who owns a gardening <laughs> company, I really should not be buying, <laughs> you know, so I, I and I one of the things is, you know, I was living at my at, at a condo. I couldn't grow there. Then I was living at my parents. Now I've moved into a house with with my girlfriend and I have space. So there's no excuse not to grow some of these things. So it's really, you know, I need to be on top of that. And it's got to be, you know, just use use the space wisely and, and use some of the permaculture ideas that we've talked about in the P&G group and on here. Um, so that, thank you. That reminded me of that one. I really <laughs> got to do that. Yeah. And that's, um, and, and this isn't a, really a resolution either. It's more of an intention as well yeah. to grow uh, more of my food. Although what I'm hoping is that I tried on the Hugel, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't composted enough. I wasn't getting good flavors. It just, it didn't have the nutrients weren't right in there, but I'm hoping now 
after a year of it being established that um, the what I grow from there, my my harvest will taste better next year. So, well, actually this coming year, 2021. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can, yeah, so I can actually use what I'm, what I'm growing and I don't have to go to the store. Yeah. It's just yeah. it made me cringe every time I had to go buy a tomato <laughs> instead yeah. of yeah. being able to use mine. Well, yeah. and I, I fed most of the wildlife in my parents' neighborhood with my garden last year because <laughs> I didn't have time to get the fences up properly. So, um, you know, I would have had a lot more, but it was yeah, dealing with some of those issues, but um, yeah, I'm curious with the Hugo, you know, once those, the, that breaks down and is good, yeah, you'll be able to grow quite a bit. Well, and I'll tell you, I know this is, I'm, I'm um, straying off the subject here really, really quick, but I added um, a bunch of, I, I would say like two inches of horse manure to it all, um, the end of summer, early fall. Perfect. Just because I needed to do something, something had to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the time to add it. Cause then you'll have several months in between then and planting. So it's getting rid yep. of the nasty pathogens and it'll be composted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is, it's all old. I mean, it was, um, I think a year old already. Oh, then you're plenty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was awesome. So beautiful. Cool. Old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, do we want to listen to the submissions that we got for this? Yes, 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 that would be great. Excited to hear what everyone had. This is Sandy from Eagle, and this year I'm going to use the cloth paper towels or the unpaper towels I received from my daughter for Christmas. I'm going to continue to work on recycling the number four plastic and making it everyday normal like the other recycling that we do. And I'm going to continue to focus on shopping locally and taking my cloth grocery bags into stores. Hi, this is Joanna. I'm from Waukesha, Wisconsin. My eco resolution this year is to reduce our food waste in our house. Hello, my name is Samuel and I'm from Maguanago, Wisconsin. My eco-resolution is to uh, try to buy some used things a little more, stop buying new stuff. Hi, my name is Ella. I'm from McGuanago, Wisconsin. My eco-resolution is to, at the end of every month, donate money to the Reforestation Center. My name is Jacob. I'm from Iron River, Wisconsin, and my eco-resolution is to catch more fish Uh, to stop buying fish from markets that ship them from all over the world. My name is Denji, and I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and my eco-resolution is to start composting. So, mi nombre es Pedro, soy de Waukesha, y este año mi propuesta para este año es reciclar más. ¿Por qué voy a reciclar más? Porque ayuda al environmento. You know, lo, no tirar más árboles si reciclas más papel o los minerales de la tierra como el fierro, el aluminio lo pueden reciclar y también cada vez que mandas reciclar a los centros de reciclaje yo trabajé 14 años ahí el dinero que colectan de reciclar de tu comunidad se lo dan a tu, a tu local uh, comunidad para que 
paguen diferentes cosas o ayuda en tu misma comunidad el dinero que colectan para reciclar. You know? Escuelas, taxas, caminos. So, sigue reciclando y ayuda a tu comunidad. Bye. Hi, this is Deb Schneider. Our first resolution for the coming year we actually started during the pandemic. And that began with seeing how much toilet paper and especially paper towel that was being purchased by everyone. It was just flying off the shelves. And so what we decided to do was to put a pile of bar rags next to our kitchen sink and use that instead. We're definitely going to continue that practice into the new year because it's reduced our use of paper towel to almost nothing. The other thing that I really want to reduce this year is plastic. And for us, that means reducing the purchase of products that come in plastic and then also looking for other ways to freeze or preserve food from our garden so that we can reduce the use of plastic Ziploc type bags in the freezer. If you have any ideas, we are welcoming all ideas if you would like to share them with us, especially with how to reduce the use of plastic bags for freezing sweet peppers. This is Heather Deaton, Wealth Advisor with Ellen Becker Investment Group. And for my New Year's resolutions for 2021, although I don't subscribe so much to resolutions as I do more of a focus after the holidays, my um, focus after this holiday season is going to be more intentional plastic reduction, a dedication and commitment to plant-based diet, and also taking more time for mindful spiritual reflection. This is Kelly Holtzman from Oconomowoc High School, and my New Year's resolution this year is not to buy any new clothes. I'm going to donate the clothes that I don't wear, and if I feel like I need to go shopping and look for something new, I'm going to look for uh, things at thrift stores and consignment shops. So I'm not going to buy any new clothes in 2021. Hey, Waukesha County, it's Loriana Raymond Duvernal, and I'd like to share my eco-resolution for the new year with you. In 2020, I read the book Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer and also had a chance to hear her talk this past fall. And one thing that she introduced was the concept of reciprocity with the earth. Um, and it's the idea that the earth gives us so much and it's really the gifts of life that the earth gives us. And she talks about how we can use our gifts to be thankful and to give back to the earth in gratitude for all of the things that she gives us. So my resolution for 2021 is to look for ways to be grateful for what the earth has given all of us and to use my gifts to give back as well. Hope you have a happy new year. So yeah, those are some good submissions. I was uh, definitely a, a touched on a few that we we addressed that you know yeah. we personally we're looking at, um, but also I liked some of the the new ones. Um, you know, I liked Ella's idea to donate to to the deforestation projects yes. or the reforestation projects. Right, I loved that. That yeah, was pretty you know, cool. Think about that. Yeah. And then I did like um, Jacob saying he was going to fish. 
you know, go yeah, fishing. I thought that eat, was you know. the most interesting for sure. Well, I've, it's that kind of getting out into nature and being a part of it. And um, I guess I've kind of gone along the lines of if you're going to consume animal products, I'd rather be out there doing it myself in nature mm -hmm. than going to the store and buying it where, yeah. you know, and I know there's lots of controversy on those topics, but to me personally, it's if I'm out hunting or fishing, you know, those are, that's, that's part of nature. And then it's, you know, it's being harvested rather than butchered in a shop and packaged and, but that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. So I just thought that was a very unique one that was out there. So we've, um, we, we belong to, I guess you might say Sitka salmon. Oh yeah. Which My mom is, does too. yeah. It, boy, is that ever good. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so for, Sorry. for those of you who don't know what that is, it's um, it's a CSA for fish. So you pay a flat fee every year, and then each month you get a package of fresh Alaskan wild-caught fish, and it's fantastic fish. Right, and it's by small family-owned um, yeah. uh, boats, fishing boats, mm -hmm. farms, or whatever, net farms, um, companies. So it's supporting their local uh, community environments as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool that there's an option like that out there. Mm -hmm. What were the highlights yeah. for, for you two? I liked the, the donate money. That was a cool idea that I hadn't had before, so I liked that one a lot. Um, and then I, I heard a couple of um, duplicates from what we were talking about, the use less stuff, the buy second hand. Um, I liked not buying new clothes. I think that was a really interesting one. And I think, I mean, definitely doable. Um, like Stacy is, it's going to take a lot of concentration to do that. But having that focus is really cool. And there's a two of them are talking about paper towels, which I thought was neat. Yeah. Yeah, the idea of Deb using bar rigs, was it bar rigs instead of toilet paper and paper towels and and trying that maybe more so the paper towels yeah well, it um, was for the paper towels it wasn't for the toilet paper okay good I'm sure we got that <laughs> yeah yeah like, that's going a little extreme like that, <laughs> yeah, you're really dedicated at that point i right um, when i started hearing that going down that rabbit hole I'm like wait i gotta listen closely that yes. she couldn't possibly have been doing that i thought i thought she was gonna start talking about the company who gives a crap which is what i've recently switched to what is okay? Tell us about this. So this is they're a company that does 100% um, recycled paper, toilet paper. Um, so it's just made out of recycled paper instead of virgin. And where do you find where do you find it? It's it, it's a completely online company. So it's it's order based, unfortunately, um, but it's super nice. They do paper towel as well. They do recycled paper towel, um, or they do bamboo, which is rapidly growing. So it's mm -hmm it's better to do bamboo paper. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that for toilet paper and it's really great. Hmm. But then I'll also note that the, the first paper towel one that we heard, the unpaper towel. Yeah. So that is a cloth paper towel. I learned about this from my friend recently and it's so cool. So it's like sheets of fabric that are like paper towel size, like the squares. And then they have snaps on both ends. 
So then if you get like six sheets of this stuff, you like you snap them together and then you can still roll them up. And so when you need a paper towel, you just like you snap one off, you use it, you wash it. And then you still have like a roll of paper towel. Interesting. It's so cool. I saw something like that on Amazon. I was really close to um, getting those. I don't know if it's the same thing. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see anything about a snap on it though. Mm. Glass Pantry has them. Okay. Oh, do they? Okay. Yes. I'll have to check yeah. that out next time we're there because I know. Yeah. Um, you know, we have the who gives a crap toilet paper here, and. Oh, nice. Uh, also the untowels. So I remember maybe it was a different brand that um, than what you're speaking of, but it, they there was an issue with them. I don't know. So I'll have to check out mm. next time we go to Glass Pantry. Okay. Because we usually get out there every week or a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are my favorites. Stacey, did you have any more highlights? Um, no, you guys – you guys uh, covered it all. You know, it's um, plastic is a big deal, and mm -hmm. it's it sounds like everyone is really trying to um, to do their part now more consciously, which is great. You know, and just the you know the amount of stuff that we you know consume. Everyone, I think we're all realizing it's. Well, we know it, but it's it's the next step is to consciously reduce it, you know, our need for it. Yeah. I think overall yeah. that's that's really what, what everyone is saying in here. Yeah. Well, a lot of these topics, it's once you just take a look and like open your eyes to what you know we are consuming and what does pile up in our homes and, and how much we put in the trash, it's like, wow, if oh. this is me what is my, my street, neighborhood, state, you know, country? I mean, it's like you just start adding that up and it's wild. So, yeah. you know, these are cool, simple ways to start and to, to kind of get the process going and, and educate mm -hmm. ourselves. And I think it's, it's really cool to see other people are taking some, some steps. Yeah. So yeah. I did hear composting in there. <laughs> yes, and composting, <laughs> absolutely. Right. So, so that's so true, Alec. I mean, your, yours are like way, you know, it's very advanced, much more advanced because you're already ingrained in being sustainable. Whereas some of these others, you know, it's on a, it's just kind of starting, like you said, it's just taking the steps into it, kind of feeling it and feeling how you can move around in there and making it a habit. So I mean, everyone's going to be at different levels and that's okay. You know, you just, mm -hmm. you got to start somewhere with something. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, to everyone that's listening, I mean, we all started out our journey in sustainability, figuring it out, you know, taking yep. little steps, um, totally. you know, composting. It's just, you know, I just started throwing stuff in a bucket and then I made a, a mound of it and then I started turning it and then it's cooking, you know, so it's really whatever we can do in, in these little ways to start you know, taking steps along that journey of sustainability, really anything we can do each day is great. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do either of you have any last thoughts before we wrap up here? No, I mean, just, uh, you know, I, I guess the one thing is um, don't, don't get too, um, I don't know, too ingrained on 
on you know making your your resolution a you know something that is you know stressing you out you shouldn't mm -hmm. do that because then you'll never finish you'll never get to it you never finish it you know maybe maybe it's looking at it at it as an intention yeah and that will let you have a little bit more mental freedom to <laughs> wrap your head around it and and actually do it yeah yeah i love that heather mentioned that as well of it's more of an intention. So there's a little bit more gray area and that's yes. okay. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Just yeah, like we just said, you got to just start anywhere. Just, and these are all great ideas. Just do anything to try and, and start with it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be perfect. I think that's where mm -hmm. I get stuck where mm -hmm. I'm trying to find the best thing to replace what I have. It doesn't have to be the best. It just has to be better. That's, that's the whole point. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and once you, when you get, when you start thinking about this a little bit more, I think is where you're right, where we all get um, kind of bent out of shape about it, because then you can think of carbon footprint. What is, mm -hmm. is that going to, does that really um, offset the benefit of whatever it is that you're, you're getting, you're doing, you know? And, and, and yeah. the thing is, it's just trying to find that balance and, you know, you're going to be doing your own justifications. And as you go on with your journey in sustainability, you're going to, you know, get a little bit wiser in how you justify these things. So you just got to keep going on with it and keep your blinders off. So you're listening and learning as you go and you'll be making better decisions. Yeah. And yeah, have fun with it. I yeah, mean, this is, totally. this yeah. is not a chore. This is, you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity that we get, you know, so yeah. like, I try to have fun with this stuff. And, um, and if anyone wants to make their resolution to listen to all the Greencast episodes, you know, that's a great one. So I didn't oh, hear really? it yet, so I had to throw it out there. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Alec. Yeah. Really I think I have to do that myself, go back and re-listen to a lot of them and, um, you know, yes. check it out again. So, yes. Yes, I love that. I think that's a perfect place to end. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Happy New Year. Happy yeah, thank New you, Year. everyone. Happy New Year. Enjoy 2021. Yeah. It's bound to be better than 2020. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Make sure to check out Greencast on Facebook, where we post the most up-to-date information, release episodes, provide a lot more resources about things you've heard on the show, and have conversations about episodes and sustainability in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and beyond. Also, if you're interested in the Waukesha County Green Team, please check out our website and Facebook page and come to one of our board meetings. They're always open to the public. Greencast is produced through the Waukesha County Green Team by Alec Lapoitovin and Laura Lauchs, with help from Stacey Balsley. Our theme music is by Dan Krill and Emma Kopel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, sustainability starts with all of us. <laughs>